This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Too close to call. We did win this election. We believe we're on track to win this election. Key states still in play. It's Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Court fights brew over vote count. It's extraordinary. We've never had a situation like this. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. It's the morning after the election, and we don't know who will be the nation's next president. We knew this was going to go wrong, but who knew we're going to go into maybe tomorrow morning, maybe even longer. Joe Biden spoke to supporters overnight with a handful of battleground states still up in the air. The CBS News count has him with 224 electoral votes. President Trump has 213. 270 are needed to win. Amid the uncertainty, President Trump falsely claimed victory, pointed to the courts, and made unfounded claims. So our goal now is to ensure the integrity for the good of this nation. This is a very big moment. This is a major fraud in our nation. CBS News Director of Elections Anthony Salvanto on what's still at stake. Five states that we still consider pure toss-ups could go either way, and in each of them, uncounted ballots. Ballots that have been cast, but not yet counted by elections officials. Let me give you an idea of what I mean. Wisconsin, 89% of what we expect to be the total amount of ballots, 3.6 million, have been counted, but almost 400,000 still yet to be counted. Then Michigan, number in, 80%, 1.1 million still to be counted. And I'll give you one more for good measure. Look at Pennsylvania. Only 75% counted 1.7 million. Political correspondent Ed O'Keefe says a rough campaign has now become a pitched battle over the vote count. We were getting ready to win this election. Frankly, we did win this election. And it ain't over till every vote is counted. Every ballot is counted. Election night saw two very different messages from two very different candidates. Speaking to a drive-in crowd in Delaware, former Vice President Joe Biden called for patience. It's not my place or Donald Trump's place to declare who's won this election. 
That's the decision of the American people. But I'm optimistic about this outcome. While President Trump prematurely declared victory at the White House, despite millions of votes still being counted in several key battleground states. We won states that we weren't expected to win. The president touted wins in states not yet decided and made false and misleading claims of voter fraud. We want the law to be used in a proper manner. So we'll be going to the U.S. Supreme Court. At the same time, he also called on voting to stop even though the polls were long closed and ballots still being counted, were all legally cast. We don't want them to find any ballots at 4 o'clock in the morning and add them to the list. The Biden campaign released a statement overnight calling Mr. Trump's efforts to stop the counting of ballots outrageous, unprecedented, and incorrect. The campaign also said if the president makes good on his threat to go to court, they have legal teams standing by. Earlier, Biden himself told his supporters not to give up. Keep the faith, guys. We're going to win this. CBS News contributor David Becker. On the one hand, President Trump is arguing to stop the count of validly cast ballots in states like Michigan and Wisconsin and Pennsylvania and Georgia. But on the other hand, arguing for continuing to count ballots in Arizona because he thinks it will benefit him. CBS's Jerika Duncan is in Philadelphia, where a key part of the Pennsylvania vote is still being counted. 150 election workers and city workers on special assignment processing those mail-in ballots. They started yesterday morning. They continue to work around the clock here in Philadelphia, although at around 1 this morning, we learned the reporting system won't let election workers add any more mail-in results until after all the in-person ballots have been processed. And in the state's second largest county, Allegheny County, they suspended mail-in ballot counting until the morning due to the overwhelming number of early voting. Part of the problem that slowed the count in Georgia was a plumbing problem in Atlanta. CBS's Mark Strassman. There was a water leak. None of the ballots were damaged, but that stopped the counting. And uh, with about 50,000 uncounted ballots, they sent most of the workers home. A few workers have been working overnight But the sense is that uh, they're probably not going to finish it up again until sometime this morning. We had polling information to work with before the election. Republican operative Terry Sullivan tells CBS News. The one clear result from last night, and and this is very clear, the big loser are pollsters. Never we've had more data available and and never has it been more wrong. Democrats were hoping to gain control of the U.S. Senate. CBS's Nancy Cordes says some races are still undecided. Arizona looking like a likely pickup for Democrats. Colorado, a pickup for Democrats for sure. There are still four seats that have not been decided and Democrats need to win at least two or three of them to take control of the Senate. There's North Carolina, Maine, where Susan Collins has a lead at this hour, and then two races in Georgia. Democrats will retain their House majority, but it may be smaller. Some seats did flip. In Florida's Miami-Dade County, Republicans seized two Democratic seats in an upset, while Democrats took two Republican seats in North Carolina. Voters in California have decided Uber and Lyft can deny drivers benefits by classifying them as independent contractors. CBS's Vicki Barker has more on other ballot measures around the country. More states have legalized marijuana in varying degrees, with Oregon also effectively decriminalizing such street drugs as cocaine, heroin, and methamphetamine. Mississippi voters have approved a new state flag to replace the old one bearing a Confederate battle emblem. Colorado voters again defeated an attempt to tighten abortion laws, but Louisianans have passed a measure asserting there is no state constitutional right to abortion, something that may end up before the Supreme Court. 
The first transgender state senator in the U.S. was elected by voters yesterday. Sarah McBride won her race in Delaware. And with a win in Vermont, Taylor Small became that state's first transgender state representative. In North Dakota, Republican David Andal won the race for a seat in the state legislature. Back on October 5th, he died of COVID-19. Early voting had begun up to two weeks before his death. There could eventually be a special election now to fill that seat. It wasn't all about the candidates and the election coverage that lasted through the night. The Twitterverse exploded after CNN's John King repeatedly said he was having fun at the Magic Wall, the network's interactive results map. One likened his characterization to nails on a chalkboard. Another turned it into a drinking game, taking a shot each time he said it. CBS This Morning scale King gave away a dieting secret, revealing she squeezed into a favorite yellow dress for last night's coverage by going on a soup fast for five days. She says she dropped from 172.2 pounds to 165. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Duchess Meghan became the first member of the British royal family to vote in an American election. The former Meghan Markle is an American citizen and lives now in California with husband Prince Harry. The two had publicly encouraged Americans to vote before the election. And that's the CBS World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money, and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.